0: crowdsourcing love is brought to you by first rounds on me first rounds on me is a dating app that i love that encourages you to actually go out on dates so you can create a real genuine connection in person rather than trying to through your phone screen first rounds on me is great because it cuts out all the small talk and helps plan your first date you can only have one date per day and you can only chat with your date 12 hours before your date starts No more pen pals, go out and get to know someone in person. Lately, I've been meeting a ton of people new to New York City, and they keep asking me which dating app they should download. And I tell everybody to download First Rounds on Me because it's just so efficient. Everyone's busy in New York City, it's about to be summer. And no one has time to just sit on their phones and message back and forth a million times. So download First Rounds on Me by going to the App Store or by clicking the link in the description below. Hello, welcome to Crowdsourcing Love. I'm your host, Maren, from Life of Maren NYC. I'm the girl who went on 28 dates in February. And today I am sitting down with Jordan Woodruff of Barstool Sports Mean Girl Podcast, Jordan and I are both from Minnesota, and we moved to New York City around similar times. She is a bit younger than me, but I was curious about her experiences dating in New York City while working for a male-dominated media network that isn't shy of controversy and is definitely notorious for having bro culture. Today, Jordan and I discuss how hookup culture never leads to satisfying sex, how to get the confidence to ask for what you need in love and the truth behind Jordan's infamous 666 rule. So without further ado, please enjoy today's episode. If you have a few extra minutes, please rate, review and subscribe. It helps me out a lot. So welcome to crowdsourcing love. I'm Marin from Life of Maren NYC and I have Jordan Woodruff. Did I say your last name correctly? You did. Yes. And she is from Barstool Sports podcast Mean Girls and she's yes. also it's called the Mean Girls podcast. Um
1: well technically it's just called Mean Girl but okay. everyone we always now we refer to it as like Mean Girl Pod. So oh, mean, mean Girl, Girl Pod. Pod. Mean okay, Girl. so it's
0: not Mean Girls like the movie, it's Mean Girl.
1: Correct. We got to re- we had to remove the S for
0: But there's <laughs> like two of I'm you. Saying. There's you and your co-host Alex. Correct. Yeah. And you've been doing it for how long? It was a year in February. Okay. So
1: a little over a year, yeah.
0: Can you give us an update where you're at with your dating life? Yes. So
1: I'm currently single okay I was talking to a guy that I actually just end things with it wasn't like a serious type of guy it was just like someone I was consistently talking to I ended that like two days ago so oh you did yeah I'm a very very single I actually am back on the apps a little bit more Mm -hmm. aggressively I go through like waves where I'm either like we talked about before we're like zero 100 I'm either Mm -hmm. all in or all out yep and I'm like, wait, let's go back kind of all in on the app. So I'm I'm back trying to find some dates.
0: Okay, so you ended things with this guy two days ago. What was wrong? Like, What was the problem?
1: Yeah, so he didn't live in New York. It was long distance. Oh no, how'd you meet him? I met him through a mutual friend. Okay. And we just kind of clicked, we hit it off. I went to visit him. It was great. And then after that, I could kind of tell something was a little off like energy wise. Yep. And I was going back to that state two weeks later for work it just Mm -hmm. like worked out conveniently like that and i saw him over the weekend and he just wasn't giving me what i needed and i have gone to a lot of therapy
0: where i love that (laughs) where i'm
1: like i i understand like what i deserve i understand my worth Mm -hmm. and he just wasn't checking any of the boxes that i deserved yep and i finally had that conversation with him and he was like honestly like i can't give you what you need and i was like okay either you go all in and you give me what I need or like mm-hmm. I you drop me off at the airport and we have to like just never speak again and that's it and he was like I respect you so I'm going to go and I can't give you what I want or what you want so we're going to have to go with the second option and yeah. you drop me off and we haven't spoken
0: in the last 2 days I I just met you but I'm so proud of you for just you know understanding what your standards and boundaries were mm-hmm. laying them out there for him communicating them like that takes confidence And then just being like here's kind of the choices and then you chose yourself in the end yeah so how has it been are you dealing with the separation from him okay are you still kind of sad yeah like it and i don't mean this
1: in a rude way like Mm -hmm. if he ever were to listen i'm not yeah upset or sad about it because i have like this idea so strongly in my head now that the person that i meet will be my perfect person and check all the boxes and I have to remind myself like, why would I ever wanna be with someone who doesn't? Cause that's the rest of my life, hopefully. Yeah. And also like, why would I wanna be with someone who doesn't wanna be with me? Like,
0: And why would you wanna be with somebody who makes it feel hard to love you or hard to be with you and choose you?
1: Yeah, like I started to feel insecure and I was getting obsessive and I was like, it's all because he can't give me what I need. And mm-hmm. I don't wanna live like every day feeling this way yep. when someone else will come around where I will feel very very secure
0: yep so tell me more about your new york city dating are you on hinge bumble like what what dating apps are you on
1: i'm only on hinge i was in bumble back in minnesota Mm -hmm. but i didn't know it was a i didn't know if it was big or not in new york yeah and also i don't go on it as frequently as i should so i was like what if i message someone i don't go back on in 24 hours like i know a lot Mm -hmm. of people in new york don't so i was just stressed about it so i was like i'm just gonna stick with hinge so all my dates in new york have been hinge or I've met a few, or I've gotten a few dates where I don't think I've like met them out, but I think maybe mutual people have set me up. Okay. Yeah, I've never had like a cool, like we met at a bar and then we went on a date, unless I'm forgetting someone. I would say 80, maybe 90% of my dates have been through dating apps though.
0: Okay. And what are you looking for on the dating apps? Because... I watched your clips before I you know, came today for the podcast and I saw that you have a 666 rule. Can you describe what the 666 rule is? And is that like the main criteria surrounding what you're looking for in a partner?
1: Yeah, so that clip is gonna haunt me for the rest of my life. Yeah. Um, so the 666 is not <laughs> like, it's not anything that I am serious about, but okay. like I made a joke about it. Like the one of the first episodes of the podcast, mm-hmm. cause me and my girlfriend back home, we just like you know when you say like stupid things to your Mm -hmm. friends and we're like that's our criteria but it's pretty much like they have to be over six feet um they have to have a six inch dick and then make (laughs) six figures okay but when it comes to that criteria i would say none of that has to be set
0: so it's it's more of a joke it was fully a joke but
1: i like it will haunt me like people will literally be like well I know that's your criteria, so I won't speak to you. And I'm like,
0: it was just a joke. Okay. okay I think that's hilarious. I thought it was funny cause I knew you I were joking. Um, but for me, I was thinking about it. I'm like, if I had to get rid of one of the sixes, so which one would be like the least important to me? Or like, could you, like for me, I could rank them in my head. Like which one's the most important, which one's the least important. Can mm-hmm. you rank them? Oh yeah. So okay. height is my biggest thing. Cause okay. I'm tall on five, eight. You're, yeah. You're five, eight, which isn't that tall though in new york there's like so many like six foot models running around yeah Yeah. i
1: feel like guys in new york are a little bit shorter
0: yeah like the italian yes Mm -hmm. so i Jewish ones as
1: well i would love somebody taller than me because i just want someone who makes me feel small like
0: okay i just want to feel like small and petite and feminine yeah Mm -hmm.
1: and i like some days i want to wear heels and i don't want to like be sky like rocketing my my boyfriend so Mm -hmm. height would probably be my most important it's not like a major deal breaker but i would love like a six two man okay um and then money like they don't have to be making it right now but it'd be nice i just want someone who's like motivated yep and like ambitious willing, and ambitious exactly and then the last one I, could, <laughs> I don't care about too much
0: okay see i that's so funny though because i was like i feel like for me the six figures is the most important because i want somebody who's financially secure and ambitious and that's controversial, but I just know what I, what my needs are and that's a need. And we live in the most expensive city in yeah. the world. Yeah, and if I have kids one day, I want someone who's gonna be able to handle the finances if I need to take a few years off from work. Mm-hmm. And like again, that's not everyone, but that's just how I feel. Um, and then I was thinking the six inch dick would be next because that would like impact us on a daily basis. Like if we were having sex and if it was like too small, then I might not, you know, be satisfied in our sex life. I didn't even think about that. Yeah. And then I put the height thing third but I'm somebody where I'm like, I love a short King. And like, I look at like the Jonas, brother, Jonas brothers and like Zendaya and her boyfriend, I forget, Tom Holland. I yeah. think where there's like these like beautiful, strong women who are taller than their significant others. And they just like rock it. That's have so you ever true. thought about that?
1: I have and I've dated, how tall are you?
0: I'm five, six.
1: Okay, yeah. the same boat. Yeah, I have dated shorter guys mm-hmm. and it's not like I'm completely against it. Like if I meet someone who is like, Rocking my world like the nicest, sweetest man, treating me Mm -hmm. the way I deserve to be treated, just like checking all my boxes, and he's five ten. Yep, that's fine.
0: You're fine with it. Yeah,
1: I don't think I could do someone. What if he's your height or shorter, like Joe
0: Jonas and Priyanka Chopra? I think I could do my height, Mm -hmm. my height, but I don't think I could do shorter. And that's fine. Like again, it's like your prerogative. Yeah, and you should be selective when it comes to the love of your life and your life partner. Like. That should be a, an area where you're the most selective, mm-hmm. and people try to tell women to settle all the time, like lower your standards. But you don't hear people saying that to men. I'm if one more person,
1: like, <laughs> tells me that like my standards are too high, I'm about to like throw my no. phone at their face.
0: Do it, throw your phone at their face because you're a gorgeous girl. You have a lot going for you. Why would you settle? Like, you should not settle. There is no reason to. Well,
1: and where we're from in Minnesota, yep. it's more common because like. The standard of living is like be engaged and have kids by our age.
0: Yeah, I'm past it. I'd be an old maid in Minnesota.
1: No. Yeah, like almost mm-hmm. me too. Yep. But in New York, thankfully, it's so much normal, more normal to be our age. Like, I mean, you could be like 36 and single, and no one would blink an eye. Yep. And it's so nice because like you're not feeling like you need to settle. Okay. But that also comes with people um never wanting to settle down either.
0: Yeah. Okay, it's interesting to me though, that you say that you struggle with finding men who wanna settle down with you or commit to you in New York because you are such a catch. And when I posted you on my Instagram yesterday, when I was like, what are your questions for Jordan? I had like a million men DM me like, will she go on a date with me? Will she marry me? Like every, all these guys were hollering at you. Where are they? I mean, I'll send you all of their profiles. I did not have time to look through them to like see if they were cute. Cause you know, I know you have high standards, but I was like, oh, this girl's a hot commodity. Do you feel like you're just going for the wrong types of guys? Or can you like really get granular in like what you're looking for or the types of guys you're swiping on, on a Hinge or a Bumble?
1: Yeah, so I have really grown a lot. Like this past year. When I first started dating, it was very superficial. Like I was like the hottest guys with the best jobs, who went to the best schools, who Mm -hmm. live in the best neighborhoods. Yep. And I was getting the same outcome every single time. That's very New York, by the way, the neighborhoods. Yep, mm-hmm. yep. I was Like, we were talking about, like, yeah. we live in Tribeca. West it... Village. Yep. Yeah. And I was getting the same outcomes with, like, these guys who were just kind of... We would go on a date. They're kind of, like... They wouldn't, like, treat me poorly, but it would be very... Them just not trying. Yeah. Like, I wouldn't hear from them afterwards. Or they would text me in, like, a week and be like, do you want to get drinks again? I'm like, you're not putting any effort in at mm-hmm. all. And then from there, I... Started, I went through like kind of like an emotionally unavailable phase where Mm -hmm. I was like subconsciously picking guys I knew who wouldn't want to commit, yeah, like guys who like recently got out of a relationship or guys who like made it very clear they didn't want one. and I was like, I can fix them.
0: You're a fixer, I
1: am a fixer. Okay, (laughs) I'm not, I'm the
0: opposite. I'm like, oh, you're not together, like get away. Well, now I'm like, I'm not a mom and I'm not gonna be your mother. I love that.
1: So then I was going through through a healthier phase where I thought I was picking better people, but Mm -hmm. I I actually had therapy this morning and I was telling my therapist, I'm like, I keep getting these guys who are so great in the beginning. Like they're they're checking my boxes. And then as soon as they feel like they've won me over, they just fully give up. Mm. And it's been happening multiple times. And she was like, I think it could either have to do with your job, still the type of guys you're picking. Mm -hmm. But she's like, I don't think it's, a you problem like you like you're like yeah you're you're
0: not the problem it's the guys yeah because i like
1: i know exactly what i want in a person which is um like i would say like the biggest like to give you like maybe like top three or five yeah three to five is great (laughs) like i just want somebody who like is so like so genuine and like cares about Mm -hmm. me. Like they ask me how my day is, but like they genuinely care. Yeah, They go out of their way to make me feel special. They make me feel beautiful. They're funny. Like I just want a guy who makes me laugh. Mm
0: -hmm. Like not crazy things. No, it doesn't seem like you're asking for that much. I recently said that to some one of my friends where I was like, I'm not even asking for that much. And she was like, that's the problem. You should be asking for more. Oh, I and love so that. I think like that's something that maybe you should be doing. Don't don't keep saying like I'm not asking for that much. Be like no, I'm asking for X, Y, and Z. Like rise up or go away. Wait, I love that because mm-hmm. I the
1: guy I was just talking to. I said that to him I'm like I'm not asking you to like swim across the ocean for me. I'm literally just asking you to call me regularly and ask me about my day. Yeah, and I shouldn't even have loved that. I should have been like no, you shouldn't. This is what I want. and You're not giving it to me.
0: But that's our Minnesota nice. Where mm-hmm. we're told from like our background and our culture is like, be humble, be nice, be modest, be like easy to be around. Like that's a message that's like probably I I shouldn't speak for you, but it is ingrained in me. Oh, fully. And then I feel like I lead with that energy, but these East Coast men they don't they don't respect that energy.
1: Not at all. They mm-hmm. they can like sense it, and they even sub like subconsciously will take advantage of it.
0: Yeah, they're a bunch of sharks. No, they literally mm-hmm. are.
1: But like so, I thought like so the guy that i was talking to was from the south and i thought southern men would treat you a little better but they're the same way it's like i feel like it doesn't matter where they're from necessarily
0: Mm -hmm. they're all just okay so now that you have like your queen hat on and you're like no longer going to be saying like i'm not asking for that much Mm -hmm. what's like another thing that's like a little bit bitchier that you're looking for beyond just like like asking me how my day was but like what else i like i want so like this is even bad to
1: say i always like hesitate saying this but it's the minnesota me like Mm -hmm. i just want someone to pay for me i think that's great like that's fine pretty consistently until we are comfortable with one another
0: yeah i would agree
1: like just on dates or Mm -hmm. things we do like i never want to have to question it Mm -hmm. and then it's not going to be a forever thing like once we are very comfortable with each other i'm more than happy to like pay my way yep but like at least for the first few dates, like put in the effort and also like plan a date that's gonna blow my mind.
0: Totally. Do you guys go Dutch with you here, or what's been happening?
1: I would say a lot of guys will pay on the first date. There have been a few instances where like
0: mm-hmm.
1: I put my card down, and they're like, and they kind of hesitate, or I have like split it. Yeah. But I would say after, like, the second date, usually things get. Like, I like will offer, and they're like, oh, okay, sounds good. Oh yeah that's weird
0: and maybe it's i shouldn't even be offering i i've stopped offering i stopped offering on the first date now that's good
1: i'm like i'm done people in new york i just think don't want to settle down for some reason yeah and it's just i think in the back of their heads and say no they don't want to settle down they're like well i don't like try that hard because if it doesn't work out i'm not like looking for her to be my wife
0: yeah and i think do you date mostly younger guys or like what age range are you dating
1: so i have like a strict policy of my age or older mm-hmm. but um after this guy i just got done talking with i have now a strict policy of like 30 or oh older. really yeah
0: and you're 27 yeah. okay okay that makes sense um okay so you work at barstool <clears throat> excuse me um do any of your co-workers ever set you up on dates i've never been set up Actually, it's a lie. Oh, really?
1: I did get set up from one of my coworkers. And How'd that go? It actually went incredible. He was one of the nicest. He was 34, I believe. So he's an okay. older guy. Yep. He was one of the nicest people I dated. So um, kind and chivalrous. And mm-hmm. he was one of those guys that like checked like the basic boxes. Mm-hmm. The only thing was, is he, he's actually my height too. Okay. The only thing was, is he was older. So he wanted like, of family and a wife and didn't see himself in New York a lot longer. Like he was ready yep. to, for that next step. And at this point, I think I had lived in New York just under a year and I was 26 at the time where I was like, I, I'm not there yet at all.
0: So you felt like he was gonna move the relationship along like too quickly for like what you were looking for. Yeah, and I mm-hmm. didn't
1: know, I don't know if I want kids and I knew he really wanted kids. And I was like, a lot of my friends are like, I can't believe you guys had that conversation. But I was like, you kind of have to when you're dating somebody who is older and wanting that sooner in life. Yep. And he was very like, he was like, no, I do want kids. And I do want to move out of New York in the next like two years. And I was like, I don't know if I want kids and I'm not leaving New York in the next two years. So I for like just both of us, we wanted very different things. And I didn't think it was fair to continue it when I we didn't see eye to eye in like our future.
0: Did you have that conversation on like the first date or when did the conversation happen?
1: So he brought up kids like very casually. I think it was on the second, date but like not in like a weird way he was just like yeah i can't wait for like to join i think he was like talking about like a golf course like to join this golf course once i move out of the city and have like kids and stuff and i i think i might have been like oh yeah that sounds really cool i'm not really sure if i want kids like mm-hmm. it was a very mature conversation and not we didn't put pressure and make it awkward it was just eye-opening where i was like okay this is good to know because i don't at that point i was like i don't think i want kids
0: and have you changed your mind since i
1: actually have in the past like six months i've been more open to the idea of having kids
0: mm-hmm.
1: not anytime soon okay um but it, it's not something that like is a deal breaker anymore for me before if i dated guys and they were like i want a big family i'd be like i'm not your girl now if i date a guy who's like i want kids i'm like i could get
0: on board with that yeah my sister she has one kid now she didn't know she wanted kids until she met her husband. And she's like, Oh, I love you so much. I could see myself building a family with you. Yeah. And so maybe for you, it's just a matter of like finding the right person and then you'll be open minded to it. But it yeah. sounds like you're kind of already opening your mind to it.
1: Yeah. Yeah, and I think too, like I said, a lot of people thought it was like crazy to have that conversation,
0: but I think mm-hmm. you need to have. I think you need to. I ask, <laughs> I ask guys on the first date, like, what are you looking for? Good. And I, I try to do it in like a fun, light, playful way, but I'm like, what are you looking for? And I ask them if they want kids because I've dated guys where I like fully fell in love with them and then asked them and, and then it's you too you late. Not? I do want okay. kids. I don't want like a huge family. I personally don't think I have it in me. I don't have the energy levels for that. But I at least want one or two. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: And like you need to be asking those questions even on the first date because yep. your time is very valuable. Yep. You're a busy girl. A lot of the people who are dating are busy. And it's like, why would you want to go on a second date with somebody if you knew you had nothing? Like your futures didn't align at all.
0: Yeah. No, totally. And that's I've, I've weeded people out that way by just like asking them about you know their aspirations as well as like their friends and family dynamics because Mm -hmm. another deal breaker for me is someone who doesn't have a community so like they need to have friends and people that they're engaged with for a long time like a a track record of keeping friends yeah um as well as you know close with their family which some people hate that take it's controversial I used to date guys who were kind of like wounded birds and like even if you're even if you don't even if you don't come from a good family background okay do you have a chosen family now do you have a mentor that you're you know trying to aspirationally become like or are you just surrounding yourself with losers yeah mm-hmm.
1: no it's amazing like the some of the deal breakers that have come along the way like one of mine now is you don't have to go to therapy but if a guy if i'm talking to a guy mm-hmm. and he's like ew therapy that's a waste of time i'm like i can't date with date you because that mm-hmm. means you don't want to better yourself Emotionally or mentally, yeah, and like that, I value that so much. And same with the family. Like, if I was dating someone who was like, I don't like my family at all,
0: mm-hmm.
1: and if they didn't have like a legitimate reason, I'd be like, okay, we need a, we probably wouldn't work together because I value family and I yeah. think it's so fun dating someone with like a big family they're close with because mm-hmm. like I want their family to be my family.
0: Yeah, that's and that eventually does happen. Yeah, like you just you do become family with whoever you marry and their their extended family um okay so what's it like dating though working for a male dominated network like i just look at some of like the comments underneath your pictures versus like my pictures i have like i think 60 percent of my following is women the rest are men but you're coming from kind of that bro culture is it like what just tell me more about that yeah so i would
1: say my demographic is split male to female but Mm -hmm. i might have more male followers than female followers just given like i work at barstool Mm -hmm. and it definitely comes with its pros and cons like i get some really nasty men in my dms i was just gonna
0: ask about your dms just like gross asking about sexual things or yeah like
1: i know a lot of people use the dms to to meet people and like Mm i have gone on a date through a dm but i don't look at my dms as closely as some people might because it's just to the point where i'm like i don't need to feed my mind with like the nastiness a lot of guys mm-hmm. are sending me so i usually will just like delete the dms half the time which sucks because i know that's like how people meet like chase stokes and kelsey ballerini just started dating oh, really? that way yeah i didn't know that yeah she's just slid in it, it definitely um comes with its cons even like in person i'll have like guys come up to me and they're just like they're not like disres well they are disrespectful because they'll just come up to me and be like oh are you that girl barstool and i'm like if you don't know my name or like at least come up and ask my name
0: mm-hmm.
1: like one time a guy came up to me and was like so me and my friends were just talking about you and this other girl and we're having competition like who thinks who's hotter they all think the other girl's hotter but don't worry i'm on your side and i'm like that's so rude i'm like disrespectful i was like i now never want to speak to any of you guys again and i was like please go away and so now like if a guy comes up to me and is just like oh you that girl so blah, blah, blah and like mm-hmm. is disrespectful i just like kindly am like please leave
0: because does barstool have a lot of women shows so like i know i'm familiar with yours Mm -hmm. and i feel like yours has kind of like superseded barstool where like you guys will show up on my TikTok and my instagram algorithm so like that's how i discovered you because i'm not a big sporty girl like i'm not a, a stoolie or whatever you call them um with so much peace and love i'm not trying to disrespect that that niche but um I'm trying to remember my question.
1: There's like um, a decent amount of female shows. Like there Chicks are. in the Office. Okay. That's a massive pop culture one. Yep. Um, uh, Brianna Chicken Fry Hat and Grace O'Malley have Plant yep. Brie. Alex and I have- Mean Girl. Mean Girl. I think those are the, th- uh, like three, like podcast, fe- like
0: the female ones. only
1: podcasts at okay. Barstool. There's other female creators, but they don't have podcasts specifically with another female creator.
0: Okay and when i first saw you guys and discovered you guys my first like gut reaction was like oh my god this is call her daddy 2.0 have you guys gotten that a lot we get that all the time but i think people just
1: assume because we work at barstool and i'm a brunette and alex is a blonde that's how basic it
0: was and you're both females yeah yeah but but
1: i mean like if you listen to the two shows i personally the only thing that's similar is we talk about dating in relationships but alex is married i'm single so she brings like a really good married perspective perspective from the south i'm from the midwest and i bring a good single perspective and we're just like naive when we talk about it and it's more of like Mm -hmm. every episode we're teaching each other things about dating we're never like this is how you suck a dick we're like yeah so
0: it's more girl talk yeah yeah not you're not the teachers where i feel like call her daddy was more like they would get on it was scripted they Mm -hmm. would be like all right guys we're gonna teach you x y and z today Whereas you guys are like asking the questions and conversating a little bit more. Yeah. And Alex okay. will like ask me
1: about like what it's like being single. And I'm like, well, tell me what it's like being married. And it's more of, yeah, just like, to like, we're just, our like, Slogo or Slogo, <laughs> our Slogan. Our <laughs> Slogo. Is like your besties in your ear. Okay. And we just like have very like funny girl chit chat.
0: No, I love it. It's so cute. And I feel like it's so relatable because both of you guys are just very down to earth and vulnerable. Um, but you still offer like a little bit of that New York glamour as well. Yeah.
1: I know being vulnerable is like, I feel like the key to success.
0: Yeah, it truly is. Cause no one wants to hear like your PR just like statement, Mm -hmm. someone trying to act cool, someone who's fronting. It just like, doesn't resonate with people. Yeah. Like when you were saying like, this might be controversial. I'm like, that's stuff we love to hear. Mm -hmm. So are you currently dating for marriage? Yes,
1: I like i've said a definitely zero to 100 type of person mm-hmm. and like i'm not dating to be married next year or in the or in two years but i'm done with the whole uh casual thing like that's why the, with the guy from a different state i was like you're either all in or all out yep. because i don't see a point i'm gonna be 28 in a month which i know is still so young but i i don't want casual i'm actually like very type a where casual Mm -hmm. stresses me out yeah like you're a planner yeah Mm -hmm. and like i don't want to have i don't want like to know that i could go two weeks out talking to you or like you might be seeing a bunch of other girls like Mm -hmm. i'm okay with it being casual in the beginning but like i want to know the person i'm dating is also dating to have a more serious relationship
0: okay no i i totally respect that and then do you have a roster like you said that you're either dating five people or zero people Mm -hmm. so in general when you are dating like that roster of men how many people are you juggling at a time typically
1: so um i always joke with alex and i'm like it's i think so many people assume i have this massive roster Mm -hmm. i don't it's so sad i have such a hard time dating multiple people Mm -hmm. i tried doing it a few months ago i dated i think like three people at once yep one very time consuming but it was very healthy Like it it helps you not put all your eggs in one basket so if one guy lets you down you're not gonna obsess over you'll be like it's fine like xyz over here will take me on a date instead and i need to be better about it i
0: agree i do too
1: but like right now my roster is fully zero Mm -hmm. but i need to do a better job of like dating multiple people at once because i think it just keeps everything so healthy and also keeps your mind more open and it allows you to like get rid of one if they don't fulfill something that you need
0: yeah it gives you context it's like this other guy's buying me uber's home and doing x y and z why is this guy slacking and it just like helps you understand like what's out there
1: yeah if a guy bought me an uber home i'd marry him really yeah like that's the
0: thing it's like that's crazy to me because like bare minimum what the okay is it because you're dating guys who are younger because i even dated a guy who was 28 recently and he would send me home in ubers yeah i don't know if it's
1: i don't know what it is like my friends joke with me and they're like you have the worst they always say like i have the worst taste in men Mm because it's just easier that way but like my friends are like you have the worst dating track record out of everyone we know like you date the worst people what
0: are their backgrounds like are you dating actors are you dating musicians are you dating finance bros lawyers consultants like what are you kind of like what's your niche
1: I would say 99.9% of the people I've dated are finance bros oh I've dated a few people in like marketing or um like event management Mm -hmm. but I would say like almost everyone is finance
0: okay (laughs) well there's I mean we're in New York City there's so many finance bros and I recently was accused of being like Vapid and just like looking for, you know, finance bros. Mm -hmm. But it was because I'm like I live in Fidei. Yeah, like I, my proximity is to all these finance people. It's not because I'm obsessed with them. I, I would rather find somebody who's not a finance bro. Yeah, because the culture can be so toxic within that space. Yeah, because I've never Mm -hmm. dated anyone with like a blue check mark or anyone. Oh, really? Yeah. Have you gone on dates with any celebrities? No, I never. And honestly,
1: I yeah, I've never encountered. I've I talked to like the big the the closest i got was i like, like briefly i mean like hung out once with like an athlete mm, but other than that that's I'm,
0: exciting
1: yeah it was very he, and he's such a sweetheart but like other than that i have never gotten a date with like anyone with a following or anything even remotely close to one i kind of prefer the the no face mm. person because i don't not that i'm insecure but i don't want a guy that i'm like i don't want these girls sliding in your your dms
0: yeah for me i during my 28 date challenge i started to have people who were not a-listers i'll say d-listers like where they've like been on reality tv or can you say someone's name i'll i'll show you afterwards but i had like three people who were public facing slide in and it was so interesting because i was like are they in it for the wrong reasons do you yeah. ever wonder that now, being a public figure yourself, where you're like, because for me, I was like, are they just trying to jump on this clout train because I'm going viral? Mm-hmm. You're much bigger than me with your following. And so I'm surprised, like, has this ever been an issue for you where you're like, oh, they're just trying to kind of be a leech?
1: I always have that in the back of my head. Like, are mm-hmm. they just trying to get on the pod? Are they just trying to, um, they think I have, like, all these connections, so they think I can, like, get them in at cool places or have yep. them meet cool people. And I think that about every single person i date and i definitely have a guard up yep and it sucks but yeah it's something that like i i've encountered before yep. and i'm always thinking of that's why i love the idea of dating someone who like truly just like doesn't know a lot about social media just want a
0: chill guy who loves you for you yeah and embraces that but also i guess like if they
1: were well known they would understand my world
0: mm-hmm.
1: but i don't know just like the idea of dating someone who's well known i I should probably get over it but like I I think I'd be a little insecure that yeah because like I just hear so many horror stories and like I know the dms that I get and it's like I don't know I just like don't want all these girls like flocking my guy
0: so I agree but I also think that men there's always gonna be women everywhere yeah that's true and especially in this social media era or age that like I don't know part of my dream is to marry somebody or be with somebody who's also public facing Mm -hmm. because I would love to like come together and build something great together yeah like a little power couple moment
1: my dream is a like a producer someone behind the camera okay because they like understand my world so Mm -hmm. well they're creative they can help me grow like my that is my dream like someone director producer editor
0: I love that oh maybe I have someone to set you up with oh maybe cute okay um how about when it comes to hooking up because we live in the age of hookup culture where people jump into bed very quickly do you have any rules surrounding you know hooking up while dating yeah so i
1: used to have no rules like i truly didn't Mm -hmm. care i was like if i want to have sex with them on the first date i will if i Mm -hmm. don't i won't yep but i would say in the past six months Mm -hmm. i went from like that to now i will try i mean there's some situations like guy that lived in a different state obviously mm-hmm. like the first time i saw him we did because he lives in a different state yeah but now if i'm dating someone i will probably wait like three to five dates to hook up with them three to five yeah okay and it's not not to say like that really changes anything like my boyfriend of five years we it started as a one night stand like oh really yeah so okay. i know it doesn't always matter but i think in new york men love the chase mm-hmm. and they always are so used to getting what they want So if you can just like hold out a little bit, I think it will help also. This is like more scientific, but like when you have sex with a guy, like the hormones in your brain start to make you feel like you love them. Mm -hmm. And I don't want that to ever cloud why I like somebody. So if I wait three to five dates without being physical with them, i will be able to like clear see more clearly of why i actually like them and then also like i love like sexual tension so if you wait that long you're like wait i just like really want to jump your bones now
0: it builds up yeah
1: which is so fun
0: yeah so So, three to five Mm -hmm. and when you say three to five is it like more about like seeing them three to five times or is it like i want to get emotionally connected and have talked about x y and z before i jump into bed with them
1: i guess it depends on the person. I would say more so just like three to five times seeing them because like in New York, that could be like two months. Right. Um, But I'm hoping in those three to five times, like we have more meaningful, deep conversations. Cause I think too, like all of that makes the sex so much better. Like you have to have that emotional connection. Mm -hmm. Like the, like there's just so many things that make it all better. Yeah. And I'm a very like deep person. Like I love having deep conversations Mm -hmm. with people. Yeah, I did this one guy and he was like, you just love having deep conversations and I was like you're not my guy.
0: Yeah, that's weird. Yeah, I feel like if you're a deep person that should be viewed as a good thing, but there are a lot of men who just want women to shut the fuck up.
1: Literally. Yeah. Literally. Mm-hmm. So that's like something I value is having deep conversations. So yeah. if I can do that before we have sex, I think the sex is so much better
0: too. Yeah, I want to feel connected. So I was trying out this 90-day rule, which 90 days felt like an eternity. I just had maybe both on the podcast and she wouldn't sleep with guys until she was fully like, you're my boyfriend, I'm your girlfriend. We introduce each other to our friends, our families. And then we fuck. And like, I'm like, holy shit. Like, I'm like, that seems like forever. And she's like, it's really not. And for her, she felt like she was giving too much of herself away. So it wasn't about playing a game. It was more so, or like trapping somebody. Yeah. It was more so just being true to herself. And it sounds like you're figuring out what's true to you. Yeah.
1: And I, I respect that so mm-hmm. much, but like my biggest fear is that happening. And then like we are boyfriend and girlfriend and we have sex and we have no physical
0: chemistry. And then she's under six inches. Yeah. And then we're like, fuck. Cause I know like-, like I'm such a physical <laughs> yeah, yeah, person. Yeah. Like, no, to, like, I, I am too. So to me, like, I think,
1: emotional and physical connection needs Mm -hmm. to be like 60 40 or even like 50 50 yeah
0: and there's been so many people that i've had like intense emotional connections with but the physical connection is not there what about like making out because for me when i'm making out with a dude i'm like oh my god i'm either like super into it or i'm not and Mm -hmm. i don't even like i'm kind of repulsed i feel like that can translate to the bedroom like i feel like that's a pretty good indicator Do you not? Sometimes, but I've I've made out with guys who are incredible and then I've had sex with them and I'm like, it's just not it. But can sex grow over time? Because I feel like the first time is not the litmus test of how good of sex you're gonna have. I feel like half the time guys get nervous and they're not even fully hard or something. Like, I'm sorry to be crass, but. No, it's it's the truth though. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I definitely
1: think so, but I don't know. I just, that's like such a big fear of mine is, Mm. is like getting really involved with someone and then like us having no chemistry in the bedroom
0: but could you grow your chemistry in the bedroom i don't know Probably. the answer by the way but i just feel like the longer i'm with somebody the better our intimate our physical intimacy gets yeah because it's just like you get to know them you know what they like and it's something that grows and as you get more comfortable with them you're just more yourself
1: yeah i mean the older i'm getting the longer i'm willing to wait just mm-hmm. because like i mean one night stands are not, not enjoyable it. oh
0: my god they're so awkward
1: having sex with someone right away like you said you said it's awkward mm-hmm. and like never I've never had fireworks from like the first oh, time yeah. so it's not good for me it's good for the dude exactly but yeah so, and it's like why would I want to go through and like also too it sucks too if it doesn't work out and you're like well I had sex to you. it's so much easier to let somebody go mm-hmm. if you haven't been physically yes like if you haven't had sex and like I realized that too Doing like the three to five date thing mm-hmm. after like the third date i'd be like oh they wouldn't talk to me i wouldn't talk to them and i'm like wait we didn't have sex so this is
0: fine yeah it's easier just to release them back into the wild <laughs> Yeah, literally, it's, it's like catch and release it's like okay well so <laughs> literally though i just not, is 90 days three months it is i okay so i i don't kn- know if i recommend it
1: yeah um i haven't dated anyone that long in a very long time
0: yeah so i did recently almost so the guy who i just broke up with i think we were at like two months and i think it would have been so easy just to have sex with him but like i knew we weren't gonna progress and so i was just kind of like over it yeah um but i do worry about myself because i'm like what if okay because i'm 31 i'm like if i keep waiting 90 days like am i gonna like forget how to have sex like that sounds so crazy but I'm like a little self-conscious but
1: no I'm right there with you yeah during COVID I didn't have sex for I think a year and a half
0: yeah and I remember having
1: sex for the first time and I was like is this gonna be like riding a bike or did I am I gonna forget
0: did I forget yeah and I'm am I just gonna be like a dead fish like what's gonna happen yeah yeah because it is something I think
1: you need to be doing somewhat not like somewhat frequently but kind of frequently to like con- to your skills.
0: I would agree, but also I talked to my married friends. I just went home to Minnesota and we were having this long conversation about like, do guys watch porn? And all of my married friends, it was so funny. They're like, I've never asked my husband that. I'm like, that's like the third question I asked my boyfriend, yeah. like, what are you watching? Like, And so maybe we're, it's just like different personalities but that made me think that maybe they're not doing acrobatics and you know what I mean? Oh yeah. With holy. not trying to diss them. I'm sure they're freaky enough, but I don't think everyone's out there just, like, acting like porn stars. Yeah. Yeah. And that's, like, another thing, too,
1: Like dating older men is great. Because, like, they usually know the way around the bedroom a little bit better. I
0: agree. It's experience. It's more fun. Yeah. And unless they're, like, so egotistical. So I used to date guys who were so hot, so egotistical, that no one ever had the courage to correct them in the bedroom. Oh. And they were really bad in bed. And oh, I've you had better, so many and them. you better believe i wasn't gonna take it upon myself because they intimidated me yeah but why was i sleeping with a guy who intimidated me that's weird
1: no for so long i used to like not enjoy sex because i was like mm-hmm. this isn't good for me and then i like i started dating people like long term we got comfortable in the bedroom mm-hmm. and i was like wait it's just because like we're not communicating
0: mm-hmm.
1: and once you communicate and you Tell them what you need and want, like, how to work around your body. It's like, okay, this is what it's supposed to feel like. Yeah.
0: But it usually takes a long term relationship for that. And I think that our generation is missing out on some of that, like, fun. Yeah. Because nobody's getting into relationships and everybody's, like, trying to play coy and, like, be, like, aloof. And it's like, no, I, like, why don't we all just, like, declare that we actually want something real?
1: Literally. Mm-hmm. I could not agree more. And I, I don't know if it's a New York thing. I like to tell myself it is and I to <laughs> give the rest of the world a little more hope. Yeah. But it's like ever since I lived in New York, it's been like dating people who just like they're too cool to want Everyone's to that. Everyone's too
0: cool. Yeah. Okay, so I have listener questions. We only have a few minutes left, but oh I'm not God, gonna going fast. I'm not gonna I know, this has flown. Um I'm not gonna ask you All of the guys who want to marry and date you like i've had like so honored no i'm like i'm gonna filter through them and if they're cute i'm gonna like send you their profile yes i feel like you need to have alana or somebody like go through your dms for you because if people are sending you gross shit, like don't subject your soul to that but have like a friend or alana or somebody go through and then like pick out the hot guys because there's a lot of guys interested in you.
1: Well, I keep telling people, I'm like, make your pub- your profile public. So if you yes. do DM me, I can look at a few pictures because this big of a picture is gonna show me anything. No,
0: And you're not gonna follow everyone who DMs you. It's yeah. weird. And then it gets weird. Cause yeah. I used to do that when the guys were DMing me during my challenge. So like they would DM me with a private profile. I'd follow them, see their pictures. I wouldn't be interested and then it's awkward and then what
1: do you do on follow? yeah
0: yeah no totally but then it feels a little uncomfortable but i have to be a savage because again this is for my life partner or my boyfriend i'm not going to lower my standards exactly yeah i love that okay so the first question is um are you dating to find the one to have fun or for stories to tell on your podcast okay so i get that all all the time from Mm
1: -hmm. people they're always like you just do this for the podcast And i'm like absolutely not like this is my life totally I'm like it comes with it comes with it. It's a perk of dating, but I'm fully dating to find my life partner. Mm-hmm. Like I'm not just dating to have fun. That it's not fun to date.
0: <laughs> I agree. Thank you for saying that. Because <laughs> um, people say the same thing to me. They're like, "Oh, she's just gonna rinse and repeat her 28 dates." I'm like, "No." If I, I wish I would have found. Imagine like that could be a rom com if I found my husband during that. Yeah. And instead, I'm out here like back to hinge. Like, no, I we both want to find somebody. Yes. Somebody said, how do I get her attention? So like, is there a way a guy who either like picks you up at a bar, who sees you on a dating app or who wants to slide into the DMs? Like what works on you to get your attention?
1: Yeah, so the DMs, I think it needs to be like a funny, like mm-hmm. a DM that makes me laugh. Humor. But, like have a public profile so I can okay. stalk you.
0: That's step one. On the
1: dating apps, same thing. Like if you're gonna DM me, do not say anything about the podcast. Like I don't wanna know that you know. Mm-hmm instead have like a very funny comment back or like kind of like a, like kind of like a, I don't want an asshole, but I love like kind of like a little sarcastic. You don't want to push over though. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So like that, and then in person, be confident. Yeah. Like I think confidence is everything. And if a guy came up to me and was like, I think you're really
0: cute, can I buy you a drink? I would be like, yes, you can absolutely i think confidence goes the furthest like even if a guy is not that cute if he's Mm -hmm. confident he dresses well and he smells nice yes done i'm a sucker for a funny guy too Mm -hmm. so if someone can
1: make me laugh i am all yours oh
0: 1000 percent like i've looked back at some of the guys who i've like been date i've dated or been interested in and like at the time they made me laugh so hard and when i would show pictures of them to my friends my friends would be like
1: yeah you're like they make me laugh like
0: no you have to meet them in person they're funny as fuck Mm -hmm. like yeah um speaking about confidence this person asked about oh here we go tips to be confident for girls or guys for you
1: so i think as a girl like my confidence has definitely increased a lot this past year i swear has just like been like my probably my biggest healing year because really? of, of therapy and all of that mm-hmm. but i would say like one it's how you carry yourself Yeah. But two, like I mean, like you gotta have a good posture, you gotta walk like you have intention. But I think the biggest thing is like truly understanding, and this is so like textbook, but like understanding your self-worth and knowing what you deserve. Mm -hmm. Because once you do, you'll stop critiquing yourself in the mirror. And like also something I do from my therapist is like every day you have to look in the mirror, like pretty much naked and be like, I'm the hottest girl ever. I have the best body i'm beautiful like start telling yourself all these things even if you don't believe it because the more you say something the more you'll start to believe it mm-hmm. and it has truly changed the way i view myself even if i feel ugly one day i'm like you're so hot you're so beautiful you're the best person ever and then i leave my apartment feeling that way
0: like it sounds so corny but no, it, like, it doesn't i'm like i'm over here being like i should do that you was,
1: should like i really should it like when i first started doing it i was in i cried a little bit because it's like very emotional but like it's because you're you're not you don't believe it about yourself Mm -hmm. and now you do it and you're like wait a second i'm like really hot
0: i love that no i'm gonna steal that from you because even last night my mom my parents were in town visiting and my mom was like do you believe you're gonna find your person and i almost started crying because i was like wait do i believe i'm gonna find him like do i believe i'm like worth that and it's like such a uncomfortable thing to say out loud yeah and, but I'm like, oh, I need to start doing a little bit more self-work because- Well, and if yeah. you believe it, people can sense your energy. And mm-hmm. like,
1: like we all can say like, if two girls walk in the into a bar, one's a 10, but has no confidence. The other's like a six with confidence. People are gonna gravitate towards the six with confidence. Cause like they yep. can like feel her energy. And it's just like that hot girl energy that you're hot like, wait, energy. I want that. And guys feel too
0: no i i love that so much and like even yeah just fake it till you make it do, yes. the, do the work do the affirmations um before we leave i'd love to hear like that was like a mic drop on its own oh thank you yeah i know that's my
1: therapist yeah <laughs> that
0: was amazing but do you have any like mantras that you live by when it comes to your dating life or your biggest piece of advice you know concerning love and relationships that the audience can take away
1: um i think like the biggest thing is know like what like write down your values mm-hmm. know exactly what you want in someone and if they don't fulfill it like remove them immediately and i've been joking with my friends lately i'm like if they don't give you the world you have to kick them out of your world immediately Ooh. like and that's like my new I mantra because so, if they don't the give world. you the
0: world you have to kick them out of your world
1: yeah like boy bye like boy bye and like immediately because you never want to be with someone who doesn't choose you where you don't feel chosen and why would you ever want to be with someone who is like unsure about you no like no
0: because that's gonna seep into your confidence exactly make you unsure about yourself exactly okay so can you plug yourself i've loved having you today thank you it's been so fun i'm like
1: shook that it's already been an hour
0: i am too this just flew by
1: um my so my social media it's at jordan woodruff jordan with a y everywhere and then mean girl pod is i think at mean girl pod everywhere as well
0: and when does it drop every monday okay yeah cool go listen to me girl it's really funny i love it thank you i Mm -hmm. I thank you for having me this was a blast thanks for coming yay yay thanks again to our sponsor first rounds on me if you're tired of endless small talk with an overwhelming number of pen pals go download first rounds on me now and get yourself a real date